Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists. And today, as always, we've got a great one for you today because every artist that comes on is great in our opinion. We got Colt Barber coming on, and he's he's done some great things, and we're looking forward to hearing parts of his story and seeing where this goes. So, Colt, are you here? I am here, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good. And yourself? I'm doing well. Thank y'all for having me on. I appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, thank you for being on our show today. Yes. So so I always like to start the show off with, you know, how are you handling with the whole COVID stuff? Because, again, you know, it, this has affected a lot of people, you know, especially artists. So how are you handling this right now? You know, we're uh, we're handling this just like everybody else kind of, I think, just one day at a time. Uh, we had, uh, as most people, we had a lot of shows canceled this year, and it's, it's tough on all artists, uh, no matter – you know where you play or who you are it's mm-hmm. uh when the live shows go away that's that's the bread and butter of what we do and uh we had over yeah. 80 events canceled this year um, wow. Wow. and it, it's just been yeah it's been crazy but uh just trying to you know kind of op- things are opening back up and we're trying to book some shows back as the states begin to open and um you know but it is tough it's it's uh definitely strange times that we're living in mm-hmm. so as we get started tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and a kind of a brief overview of, of you. Uh, I was born in Nashville, Tennessee, and then my mom and dad oh, moved wow. back to, yeah, so I, I, I've had it in my blood <laughs> since day one. Uh, and my mom and dad moved back to Georgia, and that's where I was raised uh, in Georgia, mm-hmm. in a very rural uh, southern uh, farming community, uh, lots of farming and cotton and corn and peanuts and cows and horses and just a simple way of life um and that's pretty much been you know my whole life i've always been in agriculture around horses around cows uh rodeo and um it's just 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 who i am it's just a way of life that i love and uh thankful mm-hmm. for, to the good, the good lord mm-hmm. for those blessings Miss definitely i def- we definitely understand that we're actually based out of pooler georgia which is an outskirt of savannah ourselves yes, yes. That's awesome. Good to talk to some Georgia. Now, granted, <laughs> now granted, we're moving uh, yeah. to Nashville next year. You know, with what we're doing, yeah. it kind of seems fitting to be in Nashville. And you know, it's funny. We've got way more friends in Nashville than we do in Savannah. Go figure, right? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> you'll you'll love Nashville. You really will. Uh, we can't wait and to be know, there. It, and Nashville is a really unique place because of the community. Like I always like to tell the story. And, and granted, some people would see this as something small. I see this as big to me. But I remember about three, four, five months ago, I asked on Facebook. And again, it was, I was looking for someone local. Um, I asked on Facebook if anybody had an extra podcast mic that, they, that I can get from them. And I'm expecting mm-hmm. someone from Savannah to say, yeah, can't, yeah I got one. Well, one of my Nashville friends private messaged me. So, what's your address? I'll mail you one. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a it's a big that extent, was, you know, of community. Uh-huh. Uh, the Nashville, the mm-hmm. Nashville, uh, especially among the you know musicians and artists. Uh, it's just everybody really is in there for the same goal, which is to just make music the best it can be. And there's always somebody willing to help, whether you're in the studio, whether you need a mic, a guitar cable, mm-hmm. whatever it is. There's there's always several who have those and are willing to lend a hand. And, you know, what's funny about all this, because, again, Nashville really is unique in this format, too. Like, 
in Savannah, you, you got people that say, uh, as we're trying to grow this show, and of course right now it makes no money. I mean, we're just getting it going. And yeah. we started um, January 3rd, but you are 136 interviews since January 3rd. And, um, wow. And we want a one day to beat make. I mean, we're like trying to work our tail off here. I mean, we've done a lot of interviews. We are. And our biggest one that we've done will be tomorrow. We got Cassidy Pope coming on tomorrow, which we're excited about too. And, um, nice. <laughs> So we've grown, and we've grown a lot. But uh, people in Savannah are like, well, why are you still doing that thing? Why are you, you know, ain't going to make money. You know, you're wasting your time. All my Nashville friends are like, oh, keep that thing going. Y'all got something special. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think I think y'all will, it will grow very, very much uh, into something that is just wonderful. And, and congratulations for y'all's already success and for that to come. Oh, thank we, you. We, we appreciate, so appreciate it. it. <clears throat> so I always like to start with a little lightness too. Um, what are some hobbies you like to get up, that you like outside of music? Outside of music, uh, hobbies are horses, um, oh, wow. fishing, uh, anything outdoors, uh, you know, camping, mm-hmm. uh, kayaking, uh, you know, going uh, riding on the side by sides or four wheelers. Pretty much anything mm-hmm. outdoors, I'm, I'm game for. Um, very seldom am I inside. <laughs> that that is really awesome. You know, we we definitely like the outdoors too and all that. So, what would you say is something people would think is unusual about you? Unusual. Now that's a yeah. Unusual. Um, <laughs> I don't know that. You know, that's you a could say quirkiness, qu- something quirky, unusual. You know, something within that arena. Uh, you know, people I'm, like, I'm yeah. I'm very much about uh, clean. I love. You know, the house clean, I love the yard clean, I love the cars clean, the truck clean, the tractor clean, I mean, whatever. You know, clean and organized. So that's that's definitely, in fact, I had somebody tell me today, they were like, yeah, you really you really got to have it just organized. I was like, yeah, I do. I like it clean and organized. So I would say maybe that. I don't know. That. <laughs> that that sounds about right. That's that's really good. I like because we never know what we're going to get with that question, and we've gotten some really cool answers. I tell you, yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I that that I've never been asked that. So yeah, you definitely you've got a good question there. Keep using that because that will make you that'll make you think a little bit. <laughs> well, thank you. So, at what age did you know? in your heart that this is not only what you're supposed to do, but you've got to make a living with this. Because, you know, and not necessarily the age that you wanted to do it, but the age where you knew that this could be a career. You know, I've had pe- people have asked me that a long time, and I'll tell you, I started off, uh, my mama had me singing in church before I could talk, mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. literally. I mean, I, I, I've always been singing. <laughs> um, through the years, I, I've, you know, I've worked, I love playing music, you know, I remember one of the first times where I got to go on stage and sing for, for a good crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, there was just a whole nother level of, I'll, I'll call it peace. Um, mm-hmm. It's like this serene mm-hmm. kind of moment. Um, and it, that was really, I think it was, I, I had, I had a craving for that, that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so it's really oh, yeah. always been, you know, I can do this um, making, making a living at it was, you know, if it happens, it does. If it doesn't, you know, but it was that mm-hmm. moment of going, this is, this is something right here to live for. This is something right here. Yeah. This, this energizes mm-hmm. me. And so that moment when mm-hmm. that happened and I realized there was such a connection with the crowd and such a connection with the band, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just this, this, there's like two hours of euphoric 
uh, place, <laughs> that's really when I said, this is it. This is this is what I want to do right here. So, um, you know, I've, and, and I've seen a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And a lot of people, I think, had that. But for me, that was the moment that I was like, yeah, I wanna, I'm going to do this. This is this is what I want to do mm-hmm. right here. And, you know, we feel you because I remember 17 years ago when Sandy and I married, I was one of these people that wanted to be a, one of the big motivational speakers and all that, and she wanted to be in music in some way. And, I, and I, I mean, I literally was one of those types that would listen to audio motivational stuff 24-7. I was that guy. And she right. listened to music 24-7. So when we get in the car, it's a little issue here. Uh, what do we do? So we had to learn to compromise, and and we did about 50-50 split on both. We listened to my stuff, her stuff. And I always joke that, you know, she kind of brainwashed me to this music way of life. And here it is. God always had a plan. I just didn't know it. 17 years later, we're able to live out my passion of talking and speaking and her passion of right. music all through a show and do it together. That's, when God does it, it's right. <clears throat> and we, yeah, we feel like absolutely. God is – I mean, there's no way we would uh, – granted, you know, some people might think that we're – not even six month old, and we've got some all these really cool artists coming on, but they don't realize this has actually been like a seven year journey. You know, we've started yeah. introducing ourselves to the music industry back in 2013, 14 era, and I started getting to know some up and coming artists and all that back then, and we just grown every year with connections and friends and all that. So, even though this looks like to some people a six month journey, this has actually been a seven year journey. I'm sure you can relate with that. Absolutely. You know, and one of the things that, you know, you hear through the years is people say, oh, that person, he or she, you know, moved to Nashville and they're overnight success. There is no <laughs> such thing in the in the music industry as an overnight success. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of years of of uh, hard mm-hmm. work, a lot of sleepless nights, uh, working anytime, anywhere, uh, being gone from home. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying because it it does take a take a while as, as you try to go through this and, and build what you're building and, and make a life, you know, in that way. Um, but there's something about it that just makes you, you know, every day thankful for it, um, that you get the mm-hmm. opportunity to even, to even be around it. And uh, you just yeah. wish that, you know, you just hope and pray that uh, there's another show down the road and, and another crowd and <laughs> another stage and mm-hmm. another bus mm-hmm. ride and, and do your thing. And uh, so I, I completely understand. I really do. <clears throat> and you know, on our show, a lot of, we, we always like to talk about the highs, and then we go the other way direction, talk about the sacrifices and the lows. And you kind of already started going the sacrifice way, so I'm gonna flip it a little bit. I'm gonna go there first because I right. it, see we because see a lot of people they they see the glory of the artist. It looks fun, but they don't see the grind that it takes to get there yeah you know it's, yeah. it looks good to be a blake shelton but for yep. him to get to that point was you know so many sacrifices and i'm gonna tell a small story to help lead us into where i want this part to go um back in 2014 we interviewed alice and steel with two steel girls and one of the questions i and that was she, they were full-time with music at, at that time <laughs> and um one of the questions i asked her was what what advice would she give a becoming artist and she said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full-time, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, go do that and keep music as a hobby. She goes, once you want it to be a career, everything changes. She goes, it can be, it's, it's still your passion, but it's now your job. 
And she goes, yes. you have to think different. You have to be different. You have to do different. You have to sleep different. You have, you have to exercise different. You, you have to do so much. She goes, the sacrifices they make. She goes, we, can't, we don't have holidays off. We don't have um, birthdays off. We, we usually, and usually holidays is when you have your best shows. So we have no holidays yep. off. So we can't go and spend all this time with people. And then they wonder, and then of course they wonder, well, we're not friends with them anymore because we're too good for them. And they don't get that, that the sacrifices that we have to make. She says, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, then go all in because that's the only way those kind of sacrifices will ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's go there a little bit. I, I totally agree with her, and I could not say it any better. Um, you know, when you when you decide that you want to do this, you know, there's a, a lot of cliche sayings. Um, you know, there there is a lot of sacrifice, and she's right. You have to think different. You have to work different. You have to sleep different. You have to eat different. You have, I mean, everything is different once you go all in. And you know, it, it there's a lot of people who have gone all in, and it's paid off big. And there's a lot of people who have gone all in. And and it hasn't. But for me, you know, the journey in that going all in, the the rise, the ups mm-hmm. and the downs, um, it's a beautiful thing. And it, and it makes us who we are as artists. That struggle, yeah. there's a lot of songs that are born from those struggles. There's a lot of songs that are born from the highs. There's a lot of uh, songs that are born mm-hmm. from the lows. Um, and I, I especially totally the lows. Yes, especially. Um, you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't do this at a level – you know, that we have to do in today's time and, and not it not be just center focused. And you're right. There are no holidays when everybody's, you know, grilling by the pool and swimming and having a good time. We're getting ready for a show. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's just so much commitment into this, but that commitment to me is what makes artists artists. And that's what makes us, you know, have the drive and the determination uh, to go. Uh, a lot of people, you know, look at it, and it is a great life. It's so much fun to sing and to play and to make music. Mm-hmm. But it is it is a lot of lonely hours. It's a lot of lonely days. It's a lot of hard times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of sacrifice that, you know, you don't even realize you can do that until you have to go through it. And uh, so I think her advice mm-hmm. is, is really awesome. And, you know, talking about the sacrifices and all that, I we totally get that because, you know, we're trying to build this brand here with New Country Media and the Chris and Sandy show, mm-hmm. and we do side gigs to stay afloat so that we can be flexible for the show and all that. You know, because again, normally we do two o'clock and three thirty shows, but we might have an artist that can only do it say nine o'clock at night. Well, guess what? We're, we'll be interviewing nine o'clock at night then. You know, if, if that happens, you know. That's right. So, but but everything is our show. We wake up thinking about how can we make all this better how can we do all this better and and if we're ever going to be like a bobby bones or a ty bentley we know that we have to eat breathe and sleep this show or we'll never make it there yep we have to be all in It's, it's the only way to be if you're if you're if you're halfway in you're not you're not in is the way i look at it and that's with anything really yeah yes it is uh and if you apply yourself work hard uh, you know, I tell everybody, you know, through the years, do the best I can, leave the rest to the good mm-hmm. Lord, and and just trust His yep, will. Exactly. In this, and that's that's what we do. <clears throat> and, and and you know, I'm always one of them people that never want to um, wonder what if. I've always lived my life. You know what? I would rather die broke than uh, than to live what if. That's right. That's exactly right. I couldn't say it any better. 
<laughs> so as we um, so, so we talked about some of the struggle side. Let's go the other way now and talk about okay, what are some moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that. Oh man, so many. Um, you know, for me, it's a couple. Um, there's been there's been some times. Uh, one time in particular, I was doing a show, um, and we always salute the veterans and our shows. Are, I'm thankful for the veterans. The men and women who mm-hmm. have served are serving. Um, you know, those are the heroes, and uh, so we we give mm-hmm. tribute to them in our shows. And we were doing a song one night, and after the show came over, well, during the song, there was a gentleman that just stood up, and uh, as we started honoring mm-hmm. the veterans, he stood up. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, we were at the uh, merch table and signing autographs, and this elderly gentleman come walking up, and it was his granddaughter, and mm-hmm. he had mm-hmm. a prosthetic leg. And he took his prosthetic leg off, and he, his daughter said, wow. my granddaddy wants you to sign wow. this leg. That moment was wow. huge for me um, in that, you know, he – there was such a connection with him, and, and I was so thankful mm-hmm. for him and his service as mm-hmm. well as everybody else. Um, those are big moments. Uh, there's the moment when you're on stage and every, your band, which is – they're my brothers. They're, you know, they're my family, and the, everything's clicking just right. And there's this energy that's just moving through the stage and through everybody. And mm-hmm. you just look at each other mm-hmm. and there's just this smirk that we all get when, cause that is, that to me is a huge high when that is all moving yeah. in the right direction. Um, that's, yeah. you know, that's a big high, um, playing for fans. You know, we, I, I sang to cows growing up. I mean, I've sang to just, you know, I sang to one person, I've sang to thousands, um, but the fans really, when they come into the show and those are the moments to me. And I know that's very, uh, it's probably a very grassroots approach or, you know, but I'm, yeah. it, that's what it's about me. It's about that connection with mm-hmm. the band. It's about the connection with the artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fans. Um, so there's been, a, there's been a ton of highs, you know, on that. Um, yeah. When you get to, when you get to play in front of people and they connect and now that we've been touring as long as we have, you know, we, we go back mm-hmm. around, people are singing, you know, singing my songs that I wrote. That, oh, wow. That's a moment when you go, that person truly likes <laughs> what I wrote. They truly like, so that right there is, is a big reward for me because um, I remember, mm-hmm. you know, growing up that I would be singing the artists that I liked. I, I loved their songs, and I'd be singing yeah. it. So that's a big high for me, too, is when those fans connect in that way. So tell us about the American Cowboy Showdown, a little bit about that. All right. American Cowboy <laughs> Showdown. So <laughs> my love of rodeo throughout the years, uh, you know, the Cowboys or Cowgirls, they are, they're a different breed, and I love it. And uh, so I had uh, a friend of mine who has a uh, rodeo company, and uh, we began to talk, and I had an idea. Mm-hmm. He had the same idea, and so we just kind of meshed that together. And we wanted a, <laughs> a rodeo that was fast-paced, full of energy, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of excitement. So we, we put together a rust stock rodeo, which is uh, bareback mm-hmm. saddle block, barrel racing, and bull riding. Four fast-paced events, oh, wow. nonstop action. Mm-hmm. Um, we we generally don't ever stop. Uh, it's just go go go. And then um, that is an IPRA sanctioned rodeo event, uh, which we're very mm-hmm. thankful to the IPRA oh, wow. for uh, for helping us out. And then after the as soon as the rodeo is finished, uh, me and the band take the stage for a big old country concert. And <laughs> we are having a blast uh, this summer. We've had a couple shows once everything started opening up. And uh, we're just mm-hmm. excited to be getting back out on the road and, and playing that. Um, we've got clowns and bullfighters in, in the rodeo arena. 
and it's a great production and uh, just really excited for what that's going to do this year. That is really awesome. And, you know, we're going to take a really quick break, and then we're going to play your song, Cowboy, and we're going to come back and talk about the song. How's that sound? That sounds wonderful. Thank you all so much. No problem. Just hang on there. Hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called The Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out.
really love that song. Love the words, everything. Thank you so, so much. Tell Appreciate us the that. story behind that. Uh, well, like I said, I, I, you know, my whole life, all I wanted to do was cowboy. Um, you know, I was, yeah. I was a little kid running, running around with you scooters on the side. And I do. Um, and and there's just there's just something about it. And so one night I was just um, was doing some songwriting, and I had the idea of you know writing about my heroes, which are cowboys, and and I just kind of took bits and pieces from my life and what I had seen, you know, in rodeos and TV and just tried to write something that was, would just pay homage to the spirit of the, of the American cowboy. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. I think there, I always say there's a little bit of cowboy in all of us and, uh, yep. that, 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 that restless mm-hmm. spirit, and that, you know, freedom and just something when mm-hmm. you see the next horizon and the sunrise and sunset. So I tried to just take all that, um, and embody that into, into the song. And that's what came out. <laughs> And, you know, I love the words and talking about you do your own thing. We literally live that with our marriage. We've been married 17 years, and we've been a 24-7 couple, basically the whole 17 years of marriage. And That's awesome. Y'all should a book. We have been put – we're planning on it. And, and, and well, you know, we, we've been um, work, so. put, we've been put down and all that for the way we live. Oh, we're so unhealthy, mm-hmm. and we're this, and we're that. And I remember when – because Sandy's from Kentucky, and we was up there visiting um, with her mom, and we went to where her dad's grave is. Uh, and there was a grave there, and I'll never forget this. There was a grave with two uh, two graves there, and it had in, in, in printed on there, we did it our own way. It was a couple. Wow. And I was like, oh, there yeah. there we are. I was, I was like, that's Sandy and I right there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know, when you look back, when you go back in life and, and you go back through things, if you could say that, if you could say, you know, we did it our way, um, we made it happen, mm-hmm. it worked for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really is that really is a testament, um, and, I, and I love that spirit that, that people have. It, it's, um, it's awesome. Yeah, because through the 17 years of our marriage, we've, you know, we've, we've done everything we could to stay afloat while we try to build some type of legacy together. We have no idea where it was going at the time. But we mm-hmm. build. We we would try this business idea, and it'd make just enough money to keep us going. But it would fail. Then we'd do this. We probably we've probably done a hundred different business ideas that all failed that led us to the Chris and Sandy show. That, that's yeah. awesome. And and you know, it's so cool because even in that, when you say you tried to done a hundred businesses, you did a hundred. Mm-hmm. You know that that that's awesome. Uh, it, it might take a hundred and one to make it work. Oh, you did it, but at least mm-hmm. you did it. You did it together, and you did it your way. Yep, and we're That's still doing it. it our way. And, and you know, and like like we said at the beginning about Nashville, you know, P- Nashville people get. I mean, it's funny because even, I mean, we're big church goers and all of that. Like you, like we know you are and all that. And and we're um, and, but you know, as a twenty four seven couple, you would think that the Christian community would really love that. Nope. They're some of the worst ones about how we live and all of that. That would make them uncomfortable or something. And it's funny right. because we found our crew here with music. It's amazing how many people we've interviewed who are married, and their spouse is within their, within their music organization somewhere, and they work together all the time. Absolutely. Like, that's us. It, and it's, mm-hmm. a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, it really is. And, you know, I think that – when when we can, you know, I'm here mm-hmm. because, uh, I, you know, God put me on this earth. And, 
mm-hmm. I had a mom and a family and you know that raised me and um just thankful to him for his blessings every every time mm-hmm. I get to write a song I get to take the stage uh it is it is literally a, a good few minutes of of just mm-hmm. counting my blessings um because yeah. you know that to me is is what it's about and it all can be gone so fast and taken away um we're not promised mm-hmm. anything past this breath and so when you can get into that mindset and you can be thankful for you know, just enjoying the beauty of, of around you, of the nature God created, and mm-hmm. enjoying good music, yep. and enjoying you know good family and good friends. Um, that right there is the is what it's all about. And as a songwriter, I like to take these moments and I like to incorporate those into songs, and uh, and then we get to sing about them and and relive those moments, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for forever. And uh, that's just that's just it's just awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because I know you feel like this. I can tell. But there's so many times where we wake, Sandy and I wake up, and we 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 joke with you says so we get to do like can you believe we get to do this? Talking about the interviews with so many amazing artists. I mean, like I said, you're yeah. 130, you're the 136 conversation we've had, and we've and, and we've had some great ones and all that. They oh, all yeah, been great. Been, they, they all been different, but they all been great. But it's like we get to do this. It, it, it doesn't feel like we have to do this. It feels like we get to do this. That's that's mm-hmm. exactly right. And you know, when we get on the bus and head out, and mm-hmm. you know the band, the band is we we're always you know, and I tell them I'm like, guys, I love you guys. Thank y'all, you know, for being here, <laughs> being on this journey, and we've we've done this journey together. And mm-hmm. everybody's excited about what's going on. Um, we're seeing mm-hmm. the crowds grow. Uh, we're seeing the socials yeah. grow. Everything's beginning to you know to grow. So yeah. they've been with me through all the ups and downs. They've seen me at my worst, at my best. Um, and, and so now we're all, we get on the bus and, you know, we look at each other and even after a show and we just go, it's getting better. Mm-hmm. And they've been, they're on this journey too. So they've seen it. They've not just walked in and played, but they've watched the, the struggle and the battle. And, uh, we, and, we do. And we, and everybody sometimes on the bus always says, Hey guys, we got another weekend. We get to go do what we love. You know, we got another day. We get to go do it. And, mm-hmm. and that's, the way, that's exactly. the way we feel about it. We're just thankful. We really are. <laughs> And, you know, one thing I like to do on our show um, that I think is very important that very few, um, you know, a, a lot of fans, they see the artists, but they don't see um, really the band. They don't really see the PR people. They don't see the producers. They don't see the team that it takes to make the artist great. And I always like to That's let right. the artist give a few minutes to really talk about his, his or her team. Take a few minutes. Tell us about your team, the team that makes you who you are. Well, it, there's, you're right, and I could not do what I do without, um, without the team. Um, you know, first and foremost, I'm glad he's on my side, and, and that's the good Lord. Um, if he wasn't on our team, I don't, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Uh, my band, yeah. um, there's so much I could talk about my band. Uh, my tour manager, Steve, uh, my guitar player, Nikki, bass player, Casey, my drummer, Daniel, uh, my steel player, Stove. And uh, then Andrew, a keyboard player, they are um, they are just something else, and we really are family. Um, you know, we have such a great time. They are all within themselves, very very talented. Uh, every one of them um, have been playing, you know, for years, and extremely talented. A lot of them do studio work. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of them write music. Um, very knowledgeable in in what they do uh, in their recording sessions. Um, just a great group of guys. Who I'm truly honored and proud to, you know, to call family, to call brothers, and we walk on that stage like I said. We look at each other and 
and I acknowledge them when I walk on, and I acknowledge mm. them when I walk off because they behind me is is what it just is the glue that you know pulls this thing together and helps us. Um, mm-hmm. My PR team uh, do an amazing job um, mm-hmm. uh, doing what they do, and they do a lot. They do a lot of behind the scenes stuff that people don't even realize, um, and they're uh, very talented in their own right. You know, it got to a point to where they know what I like, and they just kind of do it, and they kind of get in my head and think the way I think, which can be dangerous, let mm-hmm. me just say. Um, <laughs> you know, when I go in there and they say, you know, we did this, I'm like, I would have done the exact same thing. And they're like, we got you. And I'm like, yeah, but that's a little dangerous now. I got, y'all are now, your minds are warped like mine. Um, <laughs> but Cat uh, and Brooke and Emma, uh, they do an amazing job. Uh, at, at, at all the PR and, and some of the management stuff that they do. Uh, I've got a great support system in my family. Um, just love my my family down in Georgia so much. So thankful for them. Um, my mom and my granny, uh, my aunts and uncles mm-hmm. and my cousins and my nieces. And they're just uh-huh. amazing. My brother and my sister um, and, and their spouses. Um, just so, so blessed to have them. And I can call them and say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm having a hard time and, well, we're praying for you, and I'll get texts from them, just random texts saying, hey, hope you have a great weekend. We heard you on so-and-so radio, or we saw you on this, or whatever, and, you know, mm-hmm. that. And then I've got a close nucleus mm-hmm. of friends round out that team. Um, you know, yeah. I've got some radio promoters. Uh, Dan has done an amazing job at, at promoting uh, radio. He's very talented, and uh, just thankful for them. And then, you know, my close group of friends, Tony and Jamie down at Rock and K, um, they handle that, that rodeo side, and I've learned a lot from them, um, you know, through the time I've been with them. Uh, just good people. Um, and, and that's the thing, when you surround yourself with good people, no matter if they're family, friends, if they're, if they're associates in band or PR or management or whatever, if you've got mm-hmm. good people around you, that makes the world a difference right there. That's, you know, yeah, and you work does. well together, that's icing on the cake. But I've just got some really, really <laughs> really close uh, friends that I worked on the team and uh, we have a great time. Everybody's riding this wave together and just so excited and so honored to have every one of them. That is awesome. So since you brought up your mom in it, tell us a mom story where she did, and I'm sure she does this almost every day, but something that stands out, a story where she went above and beyond and you realize, wow, she really gets it. This is my passion. You know, there's there's a lot, but there's the way I would tell this. Um, my mom was always taking us everywhere. You know, whether what we're doing, sports and and plays and chorus and everything. Um, but as I was growing up and I was singing, um, wherever I was singing, my mom was always there. Like, and I, at the time you don't really think about that, but then as you get older yeah. and you realize how busy life is and there's the responsibilities yeah. of life. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much going on. And then you look back and you go, she was always sitting there. She was always, you know, two wow. two or three rows back, right there, right mm-hmm. there, not telling me what to do, not telling me how to do it, not telling she was there. And that, to me, above, any, above anything, volumes, when, when somebody shows up and they care, yeah. and I can just, oh, yeah. I just you know, she made she made me who I am. And um Exactly. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. Yes. Um, I will tell you mm-hmm. another story, quick story, which I think yeah. kind of got me on, got me where I was going with her. How many of y'all ever mm-hmm. been uh, spanked with a switch? Oh, it's off a tree. Yeah. You ever been had a spanking with a switch <clears throat> off a tree? I haven't, I have. but I've got friends that have. 
Okay. I have, yeah. Trust me. I, I've been there. Okay. And <laughs> I remember what I did one time, and my mama said, go out to the tree and break me off a switch. <laughs> Well, me being, I, you know, I don't know how old it was, but I was smart for my age. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I go yeah. out there and I get the tiniest, tiniest, flimsy little switch. <laughs> that I mean, uh-huh. and I walked up there and I got the torch and I handed it to mom with a smirk on my face, and she said, "Young man, you go back out there and you break off the appropriate switch, or I'm going to do it for you." I ran so fast uh-huh. to that tree to break a switch because I did not want her breaking the switch off because I knew it would be a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> you you definitely knew where to where to stand. Uh. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. My mom's my mom's great, and my granny's great. Um, they're mm-hmm. they're just they're salt of the earth women. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. just traditional. Um, and and I love them to death, and what they what they stand for in life. And, you know, I love that about the family, and you talk about the family because we feel like our show is a family affair. And because of that, we kind of have a third co-host, our little eight-year-old. Um, we always let yes, him bring, come do. on and ask one, one question. Um, so we're going to get him on real quick and yeah. ask his question. But he loves this That's part. Awesome. And, and we've got a 15 or 16-month-old now, and when she gets older, we'll plug her in too. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, here's Christopher. Cool. What's your favorite food? My favorite food, man, that's a good question, buddy. Um, I'd have to say it's a tie between some good old Southern home cooking, <laughs> some Mexican food, and sushi. Mm. What's your favorite? What's yours? Pizza. Oh, I should have put that in there too. How do you not have pizza on the list? <laughs> yeah, he could eat it all day long. Bye. Bye, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he comes and goes, but he he loves that because you know, yeah. I've always been taught that that if you want to inspire passion and purpose into your kids, they have a front row seat while you live out yours, and that's, that's what you're right. trying to do is inspire that into them. You know, like I said, when our 15 month old gets you know two three four years old whatever we feel that she can handle one question we will plug her into right. <laughs> or yeah. 16 months old. Like, i keep i keep saying 15 months she just turned 16 months old she's 16 That's awesome. months as of yesterday so and, and we can tell she's gonna be a talker so <laughs> that's awesome so if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive who would it be and what would you want to write about uh, if I could co-write with anybody dead or alive, I got to say, y'all ask some really, really good questions. Um, I would, would say Waylon Jennings would be, would be on top of that my would list. Be good. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge Waylon Jennings fan. Uh, it'd be between him and Keith Whitley, uh, would be the two that I would pick to write with. Uh, their music has mm-hmm. just always spoken to me. And, uh, what I would write about if it was Keith, mm-hmm. uh, it'd have to be, you know, something, it has to be a slow steel guitar tearjerker. And if it was Waylon, it has to be an outlaw in your face, uh, four on the floor, yeah. you know, driving. Yeah. Um, that, that, that would be, yeah, that would be the epitome right there to be able to write with them. Speaking of songwriting, what's a song out there that you've heard? And it could be current, it could be older, it don't matter, but that you heard and you're like, I wish I wrote that. Oh, my gosh. There's a bunch. There's so many great songs. Uh, um, I would probably say um, 
either the chair or that George mm-hmm. Strait's the chair or um Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um that would be one I would oh, there's so many, gosh. Um <laughs> Keith Whitley's Miami Miami. Um my God. I, I could go on and on. There's so many great songs mm-hmm. and you hear them and you go, Why didn't I think of that? So <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um there's there's quite a few. There's quite a few. I I love good songwriting, that's for sure. And uh there are some talented men and women in this business doing that for sure. Mm-hmm. So what's a song of yours that means the most? And I know they all mean something different, but what's a song that kind of stands out that kind of means the most and why? Um, I wrote a song back a few years ago called Cowboy Way. Um, mm-hmm. And I was going through a tough, tough time in my life and uh, having, you know, just just a rough go at it. And uh went back to the house one day I was um I was going um down through the the, uh, the horse pastures and I got to the house and, mm-hmm. um just kind of in a broken state, just really um wow. really like I said, just really having a tough time and I just began to, to play and write and, and this song came out and uh it it, hmm. it mirrors the rodeo life with our with our uh real life and uh it's uh it's always been one of my favorites and uh, a lot of the guys in the band that's that's their favorite. It's uh it has a really good message to it, but it it came out of a of a place of brokenness and like I said, I think a lot of a lot of the great songs do. And uh so that one mm-hmm. probably of all of them, I would say that one's the one that that means the most. <laughs> you know, my I don't really write a whole lot, but my my song is actually my wife because she's her her herself. I went through 19 years of addiction until God healed me 12 years ago. But the first five years of our marriage, I was in the middle of those addictions. And she, and you know, she never put me down. She never um, chastised me. She loved me in spite of the addictions. And I, I remember so many times when we tell our story that sometimes people will say, oh, she allowed you to walk over her. And I think, no, that's not actually true. She allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. And I really believe if she did not do that, I'd be dead today. Yes. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And you know, when we have, when we go through things, there are people in our lives that draw close to you and in whatever mm-hmm. shape or form that, that, you know, you need, that's when it's somebody's real is when they're there with you, but they'll give you what you need, what they, not what they think for themselves that you, yeah. um, and then, then mm-hmm. the other people are those that, that, that just walk away, uh, or, or do not come up close to you in those times. And, um, mm-hmm. thank God for those that, that draw near and, uh, and lend their support in whatever way that, that we need. Yeah. Cause I believe that when two people marry that, and, and I think this is one of the things that people don't realize with marriage is um, I truly believe that God's trying to use both people to help heal each other. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, even – I mean, some people would say, well, I'm single. Well, well, then does that mean I'm left out? No, that's where friends and 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 community comes in. Yes. Uh, we, are, we were created, you know, to be um, – in a community to be in to mm-hmm. be, to be with a mate um that's how God intended it and when you have a yep. strong community a strong mate a strong friend um you know mm-hmm. there's nothing nothing in the world that can there's nothing that can compare to it um 
when you ha when you don't and like I said, that's when, you know, you find the community, the friend, the mate, whatever that may be, that does mm-hmm. build you up because that's how it is intended and we are to edify one another. Uh so that goes both ways. We are to be building others up as yeah. they are as they are building us up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now I'm about to ask a question and I have a purpose for the way I ask it and I'll explain the purpose right after I ask the question. But if what you're about to say would one hundred percent come true, where do you want to be in five years? And the reason I, I say it this way is we you know, it, February made the five year anniversary that we asked that question to Kelsey Ballerini. And the answer that she gave us back then of how where she wanted to be in five years was exactly how she's living right now. I mean, you couldn't have pit, pit, a picture-perfect answer that she gave us back then to what she's living. I mean, it's almost 100% accurate. And I always tell that, like to tell that story because I want artists to open up a little bit because a lot can happen in five years. And sometimes artists, they go through the rut of, of trying to make it, and they forget that God is still there, and things can still happen, and it can happen quick. So if all bets were off. Where would you, where do you want to be in five years? Well, there, my answer to that would be a twofold answer. Number one would be mm-hmm. you know, in the center of God's will, whatever He has. Yep. Uh, that would yep. be my desire. If if the, if you're asking me what I would hope that that would be, um, I would want to be still playing music, uh, playing bigger bigger shows to more people, mm-hmm. um, and and traveling, playing more dates than I do now. Um, that's that's what I would want to be. Um, you know, this that this that awesome. I do is. It's very, it's it's a lot of work, but it's very simple. I, we love to play music and make music. Um, I'd love to, you know, have a couple album, a couple more albums recorded, um, some more songs written, and uh, just be, just be touring even more and and uh, just meeting fans and and growing that that fan base and the friends and and just uh, doing what we do, but on a bigger level. I, I'd say that would be what yeah. I want in five years. <clears throat> that would be awesome. Um, now, let's say you had a friend of yours. Now, this would be pre-COVID advice, so keep that in mind. Let's say you had a friend okay. of yours, and let's say you heard him or her sing, and you could tell there's definitely something special about them. They're, they do have it. They, they, they have that it factor. Um, let's say that they've played maybe 30 shows so far, so they're still getting their feet wet on that side of it. Um, right. But they've gotten on that stage. And they looked up at the crowd as they were singing. The crowd just roaring at them, and they just know that they are where they are supposed to be. And they come to you, and they say, Colt, I feel like I am supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next two, three, four years? I would tell them to um, pray about it. I would tell them to search their heart and, and kind of what you had said earlier. If there's anything else that you think you would rather do or you could see yourself doing, that if the music is still there when you come back, then go after it. Um, if you know if you know that this is what you want to do, I'd tell them give it a hundred percent. Do not stop. Do not listen to no. Uh, I've been told no so many times it's not even funny. Um, I've been told I'm too country. I've been told I'm 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 you know too loud. I've been told if I would just do this, if you would just do that. And for me, mm-hmm. what I would tell them is stay true to yourself. Uh, if this is truly what you want, be prepared to sacrifice everything. Be prepared to give it mm-hmm. everything you've got. Be prepared to go to bed exhausted, wake up exhausted. Uh, be prepared to be told no. To be be prepared to mm-hmm. you know be told you're wrong. Uh, you can't do this. <laughs> 
um, and, and, <laughs> and grow a tough skin, grow some tough skin because it takes it in this business to, to truly get somewhere and to get where, where you want to get to. you got to have tough skin, and you just you cannot take no for an answer. You cannot stop. Um, and it, and yeah, I was telling about the nose. Yeah, well, I just tell them if, if, if they're easily stopped, then they need to get out of this business. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about the news. Yeah. I remember because um, you know, even as a show, even though we're for rising artists, you still want bigger artists to come on too, and we're right. starting to see some yeah. of that too. You know, like like tomorrow will be our first major artist with Cassidy Polk coming on. Um, but we we but you still want to grow, and 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 our ultimate goal with the show is to where we we interview four to five rising artists a week and one to mm-hmm. two big artists a week. That's kind of the plan ultimately that we, we eventually get there. But, you know, you always want to grow still. <clears throat> and I remember about um, probably two months in or so, I'm frustrated because I'm like, you know, it seems like the big, a little bit bigger artists weren't coming yet. And I remember I got an email turned down by somebody who I actually thought I had a chance of getting. And it was an up-and-coming artist, but it was a big up-and-coming artist. And um, their PR people said no. And um, and I thought I had a chance because I know we're family. But, of course, as you know, w- once you get signed to a label, knowing the family doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> and, I'm, yep. and I was frustrated. <laughs> I was frustrated. And I was like, well, I was saying, okay, God, I really feel like we're supposed to do this. But we can't do this without your help. I mean, come on, help us get something, you know, something as we grow. And I remember about an hour later, I got an email from a company that said, we've got six artists I'd like to get on your show. And so I'm, you know, we just lost this one I thought we had. We've got six coming back. And I'm looking through the list, and I see Anna Christina Cash. And I'm like, I wonder if she's part of the Cash family. Come to find out she's married to John Carter Cash, which was Johnny Cash's um, son, Johnny and June's son. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want her on the show. Yeah. And so yeah. we got her on the show. And because of that one interview, we got Carlene Carter. We got Georgette Jones. We got Jenny Gill. We got Taylor Lynn. So all of a sudden we started getting the legacy kids and grandkids on because of that one. But right before Anna – I really, I was like frustrated, I, you know, almost ready to quit because I'm like, we've got to have some, something's got to give here. And we really believe that the Anna helped take our show to a whole new level. And you just never know. Just got to keep plugging, like you said. You, you, you cannot stop. And I, I'll tell you, that hit home for me this, even this week. Um, you know, as we're, mm-hmm. we're growing, we're building, we're, we talk to promoters and we talk to concert, mm-hmm. you know, uh, event people and, um, you know, we're we're in there just digging every day, just like everybody else is in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I was talking to somebody this week, and um, they I was told, well, yeah, that's great, but you're a nobody. And I was <laughs> like, mm-hmm. huh, wow, you're a nobody. And it, you know, when you hear that kind of stuff, and you hear and you hear, uh, well, you know, you're not that, or you haven't done this, or, and I've been told I'm too mm-hmm. country so much, and I, I am, I'm really <laughs> just kind of mm-hmm. overhearing that because I'm, I, yeah, I am country. Uh-huh. That's what we do is country music, uh, Nashville, <laughs> yeah. Tennessee, home of country music. Um, and you know, <laughs> when you hear that, um, it's just like if you if you if you get your feelings hurt, if you if you if you can't just you know block it all out, it can get very distracting, and a lot of people just you know give mm-hmm. up. 
and and I would say I would say that you know you you just cannot mm-hmm. give up. You know what you want. You know what's is, you know the, the dream that's been placed in your heart, and you just keep mm-hmm. fighting. The people that don't understand probably don't need to. Is the way I look at it. Yeah. And they can never. They really mm-hmm. never can understand. They're not going they where you're going. Walked, they're not going. They're not on the journey. They've not walked the path that I've walked. They've not walked the path that you guys have walked. Uh, you know, there's there's internal struggles that go on when you're when you're trying to build something that nobody, not even your closest team members, they'll even know what you struggle with in in the war mm-hmm. inside about, you know, I'm I've I'm exhausted. I, I got nothing left. But I gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. I got people depending on me. You know, uh this is my dream. Now it's become my reality and now I've got to and, and if and if nobody's not walked those shoes, they won't understand where you're going. They won't understand mm-hmm. how you're getting there. It won't. It will not make sense to them. And when they look at you from the outside, there's a million opinions. Uh, uh, this is how you should do it. Well, you should do it this way. Well, have you thought about doing this? And you yeah. know, I just think that until until um, until people have walked in those your shoes, have walked your path, going toward your goal, they won't understand. They really won't. And like you said, they're not supposed to understand that, and that's fine. You know, it's your vision. It's the vision that God gave you. And sometimes God's going to have you go ch- chase your vision alone. If they don't understand, right. that just that just might mean you're supposed to be by yourself for a while. And, you know, when when it's time for that, there's a reason. And I've learned the hard way uh, through the years. Mm-hmm. I just need to shut up and listen. Just just be quiet. <laughs> just listen. And, and that's hard sometimes, you know, because we, we all have it figured out or we think we know. And sometimes, you know, I, I have those around me, and I, I just I need quiet. I just need quiet. Mm-hmm. And I've I've had people that don't understand that. They they yeah. And we're all made differently. But when I when I just need quiet, it's just time to recharge, to reflect, mm-hmm. to re, to refocus, and you know to go through this, um, whatever is laid out ahead of me. And uh, I think that that mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine to be that way. <clears throat> And, you know, God will let you know if you get off track. Like I got two, you know, one, one story like this will be, could be a coincidence. But when two things happen like this, I, there's no way this is a coincidence. Um, <laughs> a couple months ago, I had this crazy idea that, you know what, we're in the music business. Why don't we launch a booking agent? Every, all these artists are going to need a booking thing, you know, when, when the corona is over. They're going to they're be hurting. They're going to need help. And all of a sudden, everything dried up. I mean, we went through like a week of nobody contacting us anymore. And I'm sitting like, what is going on? And then I really prayed about this and got, you know, really looking at at what we're doing. I'm like, okay, what if I'm really good at booking? My show would hurt. What if my show takes off? I, I would be a disservice to the artists we're trying to book for. I realize, okay, I can't at this point in our life in in brand, I can't afford to pull away from the show like that. So right. we shut yeah. that. So we shut that back down. Said, okay, we're not going to do that. And I mean, the same day we made that decision, all of a sudden I got a bunch of emails wanting back on our wanting on our show. I'm like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And then about a about a month ago, a couple weeks ago. Happen again. I I thought, oh, you know, it would be really cool. You know what? Our show is called Up Close and Personal. It's our tagline. So you know what? We could interview not just artists, even though it's a music show. We could, you know, interview 
um, God transforms stories in in authors and stuff. And I thought, hey, would this Absolutely. would be a great thing for God. I'm telling you, I think this would be a great mm-hmm. thing for God. And I made the decision that we're going to do both. Again, everything dried up. Everything. It did. And it did. I'm sitting, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, oh my God, what's happening? Why, why all of a sudden everything's drying up? And then I got to realize, and you know what? We have a brand here. The Chris and Sandy Show is a music brand. It's not a. How would I? How would I brand that we we um that we interview artists and authors? I could, but it but but it's two. That's two separate audiences. That would be really tough to build a big brand around that idea. So I got. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm supposed to do that, but down the road. Maybe now is still not the right time to stand at all. So I said, okay, we'll, we'll shut that idea. We'll, we'll stay the music brand that we have built. Again, same day, a bunch of emails all, 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 almost immediately when I made that decision. And that's, that's happened twice. Because I'm one of them type of people that gets all focus easy. I, I have all kinds of crazy ideas. In fact, people have told me because I've been on this whole new new country media journey since we relaunched October of 2018 for um, 18 months. People have been stunned that I've stuck this long with this, and now it's almost six months with the show. So mm-hmm. I get off track easy. So because I get ideas left and right, left and right. That's why I've done 100 businesses, you know, in the last, you know, you know and um. But here it is. Every time I've started to get off track, things dry up. I know I, – I have to believe that that's God saying, no, stay the course. The course is – the Chris and Sandy show is a music brand, not anything else right now. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I want to just say y'all stick it out. Uh, you got a good thing going. Um, we, we, we're kind of in the same thing. You know, I've been, been building this a long time. Um, and there's there's some really high times, there's some really low times, and there's a lot of days of just in between where it's kind of so-so, and you go, you know, what are we doing? And and you just stay focused, <laughs> and you know, keep keep asking God for direction, and keep keep your eye on your goal, uh, what mm-hmm. what y'all set out to to build, and what your purpose is, and what you want to do with the show, and um, it'll work out. And it's the same way we are. Yep. Um, surround yourself That's with awesome. good people. Uh, talented people and quality people, and uh, and then just let the Lord work His way, and and that's that's what we do. Yeah. And I think that's a that is the uh, the right uh, the right recipe for success for okay. sure. Yep. And we get we down to our last question of the day. Right. I could go on with you. I could tell. Man, this went um, fast. I was. I might think. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love. I love. I'm glad. We're glad. So, yeah. What is a question? That you wish hosts like us would ask, but they kind of never do. Oh. Uh, man, I'm telling y'all, y'all are killing me today. These are awesome questions. <laughs> that I would ask. Um, you know, I really, we've actually I, built our show around this. I would. Yeah, you know, we've gotten great answers. Yeah. Um, I think it would be, you know, maybe ask them what's the what's the one thing that that y'all could help them with. If if there was something that y'all could help them with, I think every artist That's is looking good. for people for That's people that they meet. Um, there's mm-hmm. you know, and there may not be anything, but I think that's something that um, you know 
there's a lot of artists that that there's something they may be needing help with or something that they might could. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would say that might be off the top of my head. That would be the first thing that I would say. That, that's that's a good one, and because we yeah, it's it funny we, we have a lot of contacts in Nashville. So you know, again, we feel like Nashville is our town. So we're moving there next year. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome, um, and I think I think y'all will do. You'll do it well, and y'all are going to be blessed. And uh, I think you, know, you said this is number one thirty-six. Is that the one? Is that what you said? Yeah, yep. number one thirty-six. So, January so I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. one hundred thirty-six thousand. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yep, we're going to keep it going here. <laughs> but yeah, so as we end here, tell everybody how they can reach you. Uh, okay, coltbarber.com, colt with a K, coltbarber.com, and then on Instagram and Facebook and all, it's coltbarber with a K. Uh, go to them and like it, the pages, follow us, shoot us a, a message, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, in, in today's world, uh, it's all about social media, um, and yep. that's where, you know, mm-hmm. me be I'm outside all the time, and I've got a great team that, that helps me with that. They send me reminders, you need to do this, and I don't even know sometimes which buttons to punch. So they're, like, giving me great, great lessons over the phone. Um, but, yeah, go follow us on, on our socials. That would, be, that would be a huge help. I'd love to get to meet more people, and uh, we love getting all the messages from the fans and all. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing at the end of the day when you can read through and everybody's saying we, we're listening to your music or we were playing you while we were outside, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, check yeah. us out. Go to our website. You can see our tour schedule, um, where we're going to mm-hmm. be. We'll be adding those this year as, you know, cities and, and states open up. Uh, if we're coming close to you on the American Cowboy Tour and the American Cowboy Showdown, we'd love to see you come out. Uh, it's a great show, uh, lots of fun, family-friendly, uh, in an open environment, safe environment, uh, practicing all the social distancing and everything. But we want to mm-hmm. open this thing back up. Yeah, I, everybody's been sitting yeah. at home too long. And uh, we want to yeah. get everybody, you know, something to get out with your family, you know, get you a hot dog, some popcorn, get you a cold mm-hmm. a Coca-Cola, sit down and enjoy good rodeo action, and then a, and then a country music concert. Um, it, it's a nonstop power pack show uh, from start to finish, and I think everybody will just thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, there are a lot of people working behind the scenes, uh, Rock and K Rodeo, all the guys in the shoots and the pins and the girls up top. It's a, it's a group effort to pull this thing off and uh, to give something mm-hmm. for people to get out and check out this summer. So I'd encourage everybody to follow us, like us, and uh, come see us at one of our shows. Love that. And as we end here, we really enjoyed having you today, and we look forward to having you back down the road. I would love, love, love to come back on. And I'm I'm be praying for y'all and wish y'all much success uh, building the radio uh, podcast show and then moving to Nashville. Uh, we'll see y'all soon. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. Thank y'all. All All right. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye.